The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Well, if you're on your way to Jasper this weekend, heads up. Motorists have been banned from stopping on a 12-kilometer stretch of highway west of the town site due to a high number of bears in the area along the road. It's all an effort to protect the animals and you. Joining us with details is Dave Argument, the Resource Conservation Manager with Parks Canada. Hi, Dave. Hi, good afternoon. How are things out in Jasper these days? Oh, not too bad. We've had a bit of moisture lately, which is great. Gets us out of our uh, extreme fire hazard, so we're happy with that. Good news. So this is the first time that Jasper National Park has done this. What's happening? So we've really focused on uh, on visitor education in the past and, and really trying to, to work with the people that come here to enjoy the parks to, to keep a respectful distance from wildlife and still be able, able to enjoy the viewing opportunity. Uh, but we're finding this spring uh, in this area just to the west of the town site uh, where the pipeline right away and the narrow valley kind of uh, mm-hmm. creates a pinch point uh, that a pair of grizzlies have been hanging around taking advantage of the fresh spring vegetation there and we're really getting some significant uh, what we call wildlife jams happening right on Highway 16 which as you know is a major transportation corridor through the park and it's just a really unsafe situation both for visitors and for the bears themselves to have those kind of uh, jams happening on a high-speed highway. So when you talk about a wildlife jam, you're you're talking about all the cars, uh, you know, stopping, pulling over, people trying to get out and take pictures, just bugging up the whole roadway. Yeah, absolutely. We find, of course, people come here to to view wildlife as part of their experience visiting Jasper, which is great, and we encourage. Uh, But in the case of Highway 16, having the number of vehicles pulled over, often not pulling over an adequate distance to the side of the road, uh, people exiting their vehicles, approaching the bears far too closely, and you couple that with the, uh, you know, the semi-truck traffic trying to get through doing their job, it creates a very unsafe situation for, yeah, for both the visitors and for the wildlife. You know what, Dave, I can remember doing a motorcycle trip through the mountains. I think we left here, we went to Banff, then up through uh, up through Jasper and, and, and all the way we did kind of the triangle. And I can remember coming around a, a curve in the mountains and there were cars parked all over the place, like the butt end of cars sticking out. They were doing exactly what we're talking about here stopping to take pictures of, of the wildlife and uh, I almost ran into the back of a car because it was coming around a corner and uh, I almost went arse over tea kettle thank goodness I moved I could move my bike fast enough but yeah it can be really dangerous so that but for the for the animals as well like you're talking you're, you're talking about grizzly bears not just black bears but grizzly bears as well and those are you don't mess with those guys no, we'd certainly prefer people not to mess with them. You're right. Uh, they can be very tolerant of, of visitors uh, viewing them from a safe distance. Uh, but when they're, when they're on a really good food source uh, or in, uh, in company of other bears, things like that, uh, different behaviors can appear. And they can become very uh, aggressive and dangerous, of course, uh, very quickly and very unpredictably. And we're finding actually more and more that... Uh, you know, the, the sort of professional or semi-professional wildlife photographers are, are spending more time in Jasper. And, of course, those guys are looking for shots that they can sell, sell and make <laughs> some money on. And, and they'll spend quite extended periods at these roadside jams and try to approach the bears at an mm. unsafe distance, uh, you know, get too close to them for the, the good pictures, things like that. So there's a couple of different things happening here that we're really hoping this no-stopping zone uh, we don't like to have to do it, but uh, we're hoping this can help keep those bears uh, 
Uh, safe. I'm I'm actually rather surprised, Dave, that um, you guys haven't done this before. Because whenever time you drive into a park, you see these people pulled over trying to get close to a sheep or trying to get close to an elk, trying to get whatever it is that they're trying to get close to. And it doesn't matter how many times they're told if it's on the bro- on the brochure, you know, careful the danger of all of these animals, not just the bears. That people are constantly trying to get too close to these animals. I am surprised that you haven't just said, okay, enough's enough. Well, it's important to remember, of course, that part of the reason that that we have our national parks here is for visitor enjoyment as well. And and we try to do our best to educate visitors on how to safely enjoy their national parks. Uh, But in some cases, you're right, this is getting out of hand. I think it's important to note as well that, that actually legally, uh, Highway 16 as a major transportation corridor, you can't stop on that road except for in case of emergency. <laughs> and we have tended, uh, I'll admit, to probably be more lax on that than we should. It's a major enforcement challenge to get enough enforcement attention to actually uh, stay on top of that. Um, uh, but yes, we haven't had to resort to the no stopping zone yeah. in Jasper in, in the past. It's a huge park, as you know, there's yeah. lots of miles of, of, of road that we're responsible for. Uh, and enforcing this uh, people uh, not uh, engaging this kind of behavior is, is a big challenge. Yeah, I was out at uh, at Becker's last uh, July, and there was a couple of big elk, as you know, in that center area. And there was like a mom out there trying to get her her kids closer and closer to this big guy. And I'm, I finally yelled at her. I said, "Back, you know, back away from the thing." Uh, it's it's amazing to me. It just always shakes my my head. Just shakes when I see it. So there is a been a late spring in Jasper, and that's part of the reason why the bears are are still down feeding instead of being up uh, a little bit higher where they would normally be this time of year. Yeah, that's correct, especially with the grizzlies. They tend to spend uh, part of the early spring down on the roadside when the dandelions first come out and the grass greens up because it's the best uh, source of available food for them earlier in the year. And then a little later on, not too long now, they'll start moving uh, further up the sides of the valleys and into the higher alpine country for, for the rest of the summer. They'll still occasionally appear down in the valley bottoms. But yes, there there's a lot of bears uh, along the roadsides right now. Um, especially in this area that we're talking about where that, uh, especially with a pipeline right away that, that creates quite a good uh, abundant <laughs> source of food. So uh, the other thing that I think is, is worth uh, noting, you, you mentioned your experience talking to people getting too yeah. close to the elk. We really encourage our visitors to be an active part here okay. for wildlife safe. And, you know, if visitors are seeing that kind of behavior and they, they'd like to help, we really encourage them to call uh, to call into our, our our dispatch desk and report that kind of uh, mm. behavior, and we'll do our best to make sure that we get personnel out uh, as quickly as we can to to look after the situation. So, what what number would that be? Is that just a, a Parks Canada number? Yeah, it's on all the information okay. that we give out at the okay. park gate when you come in. Seven eight zero eight five two. 6155 is yeah. our is our number for reporting uh, activities like that. That's our emergency number, but yeah. we consider uh, those sorts of illegal activities around wildlife to be uh, important enough that they we ask for them to be reported. Dave, argument from Parks Canada joining me this afternoon. Now, Jasper Park does have an online bear report that is updated weekly. I was on there today, and it was quite fascinating to see uh, all the sightings. What is the bear population in Jasper like right now, Dave? How, do, you, do you have a, a number of how many are kind of, I guess, maybe around the Jasper town site, a guesstimate? 
No, I, I'm afraid I don't have those numbers at the tip of my tongue right okay. now. I mean, we do have a very healthy grizzly yeah. bear population, certainly in the park. Uh, we have something in the order of uh, 40 grizzly bear home ranges uh, in Jasper, so quite a few uh, grizzlies. Black bear is more abundant, but I, I don't have the numbers. Okay, no worries. Yeah, I was just curious. Yeah. So how long do you think um, that this, uh, this ban will be in place? For a couple more weeks? Yeah, we're monitoring it daily, and, and if we go uh, a good stretch here where the bears are not appearing roadside, then certainly we'll lift it as soon as possible. Uh, so we expect it'll probably be a week or two uh, okay. before that happens. And um, so stepping up some some patrols in the area as well, and there's a, it's a pretty hefty fine uh, as well if you if you get caught doing this. <laughs> yes, certainly. So we're we're asking our park wardens uh, and the RCMP both to work with us on this. Uh, on this case and and patrol the area more frequently it's it's a fine anywhere from uh two hundred uh dollars to twenty five thousand dollars if if motorists are not uh cooperative mm. uh, with the no stopping zone yeah uh i think it's important to note too if you go back to you know if we could just go back to the elk i know we've been talking about bears here as well i think a lot of people think that elk are like deer and that sort of stuff but i know that i've seen and uh, some of the, the the mounties out there have told me in the past you know some of those animals have you know, taken a run at some vehicle and and uh, damage those and and those big those big boys and girls can can cause some serious harm as well can't they well especially the cow elk at this time of year when they have their their young calf they yeah. can be very very defensive uh and they actually they actually are probably the responsible for more injuries to visitors than than any other wildlife <laughs> in in jasper they can be very very aggressive the bulls in the fall when they're in the rut yeah uh occasionally they'll actually spear cars one of our brand new uh, parks canada work trucks just last fall uh you know fresh into the fleet and it now is sporting four big holes in the side <laughs> from the elk uh, at one of the stoplights in town uh, that took a run at it. Oh my goodness. Uh, there's a story and a, and a really great reminder as well. Dave, want to thank you for joining me this afternoon. Hey, my pleasure. Take care, Dave Argument from Parks Canada. So again, if you're on your way to Jasper this week and are going through Jasper, uh, on the other side, so the west uh, side of the Jasper Town site, uh, for about a 12-kilometer stretch, there is a, a, a no-stopping, like there's a ban put in place. You can't do that. There's a bunch of bears in that area, and, um, and it's causing some grief uh, for the bears obviously it's causing grief for motorists and it's dangerous for for both uh so keep that in mind and again you know i was watching video this morning on global edmonton and you know my pal shay ganham over there was shaking his head as well and uh and aaron chalmers you know the video of the people getting right up close to to the bears and to the elk and i'm like come on you don't do that and I get that everyone wants a picture I get that but you know when you're scooching your kid to get closer and closer to it I mean that's dangerous keep that in mind um yeah and I know you know we have a lot of tourists that come through there and I get that you want to see but you know enjoy it from far back I know a guy out there once I got so fed up and I, I should I say this should I tell the story mm. he was a Mountie out there a long long time ago and he got so fed up with some of the tourists out there thinking that Jasper National Park was a petting zoo. And he actually got asked once, which one of the animals can you ride? And he's like, what? He says, yeah, well, we want to know which one we can, you know, ride. And he just like says the one with the collars on it, because some of them have the tag, like the tracking collars on it. Yeah, try those ones. Which ones can we ride? It's not a petting zoo.
That's 322. Thanks to Dave Argument. What a cool name, eh? His last name's Argument. <laughs> Brendan Escott behind the glass said, wouldn't it be awesome if he was a lawyer? Yeah, right. And I mean... And I the- asked, I had to ask Escott, I'm like, is that his real last name? Is is it Argument? It's not Argument? Or it's like, it's not... <laughs> I love it. I love it. But we're talking about, you know, the, the animals out in Jasper. A number of your texts coming in this afternoon uh, says... Uh, you know, the question, you know, is beyond crazy. Maybe I would tell them the black bear or the elk, pick, pick one. Because about, so a friend of mine was a Mountie in, in Jasper, and someone asked him once, which one of the animals can you ride? Like, they thought it was a petting zoo. And he said, well, the one with the collars, you know, like the tracking collars right. is a joke, right? And they're like, oh, okay. He's like, no, I'm joking, right? But these people that do that, and someone says, yep, and they just legalized marijuana, redneck go-karts, <laughs> the elk. Um, got, and this one got chased by a bull elk while on a Harley. They're pretty fast. Um, and, yeah, some people are crazy to think wildlife want people to come close to them. And, and that's the thing, right? It's just... Um, Oh, listen, I live east of Beaumont, and earlier this week saw a very large black bear cross over Township 510 at Range Road 232. It came out of one person's yard and crossed the street to the neighbors, about six kilometers east of Beaumont. Friends of ours who live in Towfield have had uh, a bear in their backyard uh, this spring, knocked over their bird feeder like the, the, the metal stand, pulled it right over. But yeah, just a heads up. And, and again, I know Dave said, you know, if you see something like the lady trying to get the, the kid closer to the elk, just, hey, it's a b- bad idea. Back away. There was uh, a coyote in downtown Edmonton. A coyote? Yeah, sure. We'll get into that debate again. <laughs> you talk about your text line, it's going to explode here. But I live like downtown proper, and there was a coyote outside my apartment building at about 10 o'clock. It, mm-hmm. it was just so jarring. I mean, yeah. You know, I obviously didn't try to get closer to it, but just seeing it in, yeah. in downtown Edmonton, it was yeah, just come very out to bizarre. Our, come out to our neighborhood. Oh, I can imagine. You should hear when the, the coyotes get into the, the chicken the chicken uh, place a couple doors down. My neighbors have got chickens, and they lost their entire chickens last year at one yeah. point. So you have the coyote or the coyote out there with the chickens, and then you have Bo inside probably going yeah, nuts Reeves, about yeah, what's who, going. Yeah, who's a bird dog. Yeah. But we had a moose come through the backyard uh Last year, we have tons of deer out there, but my girlfriend, Kim, and I were in uh, Jasper a couple of years back. It was just a girl's getaway. Let's just go eat cheese and drink wine, right? And we're at Becker's again, and we're decided to go for a walk through kind of the back 40. And so we're walking, we're talking, we're laughing, and next thing you know, we're face-to-face with a big bull elk. Big bull elk, like big antlers. And we both kind of looked at each other and was like, um... What do you what do you what do you do now, yeah. right? And we just kind of like slowly, slowly, slowly backed away, and then when we kind of got out of eye shot, you know, ran as fast as we could. The problem then was, a note to self, uh, we uh, stopped and um, there was a really cold uh, stream, like a, a creek, 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 creek. Another <laughs> we're word. Gonna get, we're gonna get into. I this know we're again, gonna get into eh? it again, and we stopped and grabbed a. Uh, uh, we might have had to-go cups with us while we were oh, walking. Oh, okay, yeah, maybe. And so we stopped and had a little drink of the, the creek water. Well, let me tell you, note to self, don't, don't do that. No. It's cold and it's crisp, but it takes the you-know-what out of you over the next 12 hours. Because yeah. if you ever if you ever go um, whitewater rafting, you don't want to get too much of the, the uh, river water in your mouth. The, something from the silt, from whatever, it's kind of like a laxative, let's put it that way. Yeah. 
Yeah, I've been whitewater rafting once, and they yeah. told us very sternly and very clearly, at least on two occasions, yeah. if you fall in, of course, do your best to yep. breathe, but by all don't costs, drink it. don't let much water no. get into your mouth no. and into your stomach. So imagine grabbing a cup full of this crystal clear chilled water and some throwing good, that back. Some good wine, eh? It was a long <laughs> drive back to Edmonton. That's all I have to say. Uh, Sherwood Park, it's snowing here. Hearing out of Red Deer, <coughs> excuse me, that it's snowing there as well. Red Deer was brutal <laughs> earlier today. Brutal. They were. It was coming down heavy and wet. Yeah, so let me know what the weather is like at your place. I'm hearing some snow around the region. Um, yeah, it's snowing in southeast Edmonton. Yeah. Yay, Jalen. You know what? You just can't fix stupid. Have a great weekend. That's from Alain. Thank you very much. And keep your, your stories coming about the tunes that you were listening to in high school. We started this off the top. So we've got like White Snake, Poison, Def Leppard, Kansas, Boston. Depending on what era you were in, I am making the best playlist today. The best playlist at 630, 630.